Welcome back to the Russ and Randy podcast, everybody, for tips in 10. That is practical tips for 10 minutes or fewer. Love fewer. Help you brand. And Randy likes fewer as opposed to less. less. Help you brand and market your practice or hospital. And I'm here with my partner, Dr. Ren Luong. Hey, Russ. I'm Russell Faust. And Randy, what do you think we should talk about today? Let's talk about, or let's update our tools, the tools that we use for video capturing or video editing and something called screen capturing. I think we had a couple episodes a while back. And since then, some of the tools that we recommended, we've realized, are now obsolete. Yeah, I feel kind of bad about that. I, I discuss tools that I use. I continue to use them, but the fact is they're no longer available. So we'll talk about some substitutes, some alternatives. Right. Easy substitutes, nothing are shattering but just for the sake of completeness, we want to update our listeners on the tools that we use, why we use them, and then give you some very inexpensive replacements for the ones that we recommended that are now obsolete. So to start, what did we mention that are now obsolete? Good. I'm glad we're starting there. I apologize. But the two that I have used, and they're excellent, are QuickTime Pro. It's no longer available. And Microsoft Movie Maker or Windows Movie Maker. It was a free tool no longer available. So we have some replacement tools. So before we start or get really into this, just the background is that Russ is a traditionally a PC person and I'm a Mac person. And way back when video editing was new, PC people like Russ went to something called Camtasia and I went immediately to something called ScreenFlow. I used iMovie and ScreenFlow as a Mac person. And I think the two programs that are no longer available used to be available for PC users. But unbeknownst to us, because we've been in our little caves editing away, uh, those two platforms are no longer available. So what have you discovered? Or what do you use these days? What have you discovered, et cetera? Well, I continue to use Camtasia. It is a paid program, and it's fairly pricey. It's at about $200. It has been the gold standard for screen capture on the Windows platform. Let's define screen capture for our listeners who aren't sure what the heck we're talking about. And this is important because when we talk about using video to help market or brand your practice, the easiest video to produce is a screen capture. And what that means is that you actually record what's on your screen. Of your desktop, of your computer. And if what is on your screen is a PowerPoint or keynote presentation, you can record it live. You can narrate over it just as if you're giving a lecture and all the animations and transitions and what have you will flow just as if it's on a a screen in front of an audience. And that will record as a video. You can save that and then edit it as necessary, but usually not necessary because you're just narrating over your PowerPoint presentation. So basically screen capture allows you to take video of your desktop. So you can give a presentation, put it up on YouTube, and I think you've all seen it all. It's nothing really that fancy, but it's, as Russ pointed out, it's a great way, a very easy way uh, for you to create a video to start your marketing plan. Super easy, super effective way to produce a video. And then for clinicians, it's a way to produce an educational video. So you like Camtasia. I like Camtasia. I have it. I've paid for it. I continue to update it. It continues to be improved over time. I think you continue to use ScreenFlow, right? That's the Mac version? Yes, and uh, way back when, Camtasia was the gold standard, but since I did not have a PC, 
the recommendation was the next competitor was ScreenFlow. And like Russ, I bought the original version probably about seven or eight years ago. And every two to three years, I do pay for the updates. And I don't know if it's the best one out there anymore, but I have to tell you, it's what I know. It's what I use. And I'm very comfortable with it. It's a good program. And then I also use the same program to edit videos. And what we'll talk about later is my ability or my my pension for editing surgical videos and putting up on YouTube, but that's for a different episode. We should note ScreenFlow is available only on the Mac, not on the PC. Camtasia is available on both platforms. Do you recall, Randy, how much you paid for ScreenFlow? Do you know what the pricing structure is on it? I'm guessing I paid $129 seven or eight years ago, and I've probably purchased two updates since then, which are something about $39. Right. I think it's I think right now, I think the standard pricing is about $100. And that's a pretty reasonable price. Camtasia uh, still remains about $200, $180, something like that. Let's talk about an alternative. Again, Camtasia is available on both platforms, but let's talk about an alternative that is also available on both platforms, but is less expensive than either of them. And that would be, and I don't even know how to pronounce it, it's movavi.com. And their screen capture and video editing and image editing software is $60, $59.95. And it is well-reviewed. I've actually got the free download, just trial version, just to play with it. And I got to tell you, it's nearly indistinguishable from Camtasia. So I think Camtasia is going to have a run for its money because I think this is going to do well. You know, and keep in mind that uh, as more and more people are entering this world, the tools that we're recommending are getting cheaper and cheaper. And this is a great example. You also use another product or you use Adobe, right? I do. And And I think it's because you're so right-brained. I mean, quite honestly, you, you have an appreciation for things that I just, I can't see. I don't know why I use them. I I will tell you this. I used to actually purchase every couple of years, I would purchase the update for Photoshop. And that was pretty pricey. I think the standard price on it was like six or seven hundred dollars for just the one program. And I am old school. I tend to like to have programs downloaded and installed on my computer. And so I resisted this subscribing to software in the cloud, software as a service trend that we see. And so when Adobe took all their programs and put them in the cloud and called it Creative Cloud, I was hesitant and resistant. However, I now have a Creative Cloud subscription, and I think it's less than the cost of one program per year. It's less than $500 per year. One Adobe program per year. Yes, one Adobe program. And yet, it gives me access to every single program they produce and publish, and it gives me access to the very highest level of it. So now, for our podcast, I use Adobe Audition, For video, for high-level video editing, I use Adobe Premiere. Um, I use Adobe Illustrator. I use After Effects. I use Adobe Acrobat Pro. I could go on. I have access to all of them. They all have steep learning curves. It's true. Um, But they all produce very, very professional results. I mean, Premiere is used by Hollywood producers. So That's your right brain. I suppose. What we're saying is that there's a whole gamut from which to choose. Don't struggle with absolute, the absolute best because I don't think there is an answer. Just pick one, try them, start out free or cheap, and just as you get more sophisticated and as your appreciation grows, 
no, try it. So today we've talked about Camtasia and ScreenFlow. Those are the old gold standards. Keep in mind that iMovie for Apple fans is free. And then Movavi or M-O-V-A-V-I, and I'll put that link on our uh, blog post, may be today's winner as far as sweet and cheap. And for our aficionados such as Russ, geeks, there are always the suite of Adobe products. For screen capture, video, and image editing, which are available on all platforms. Well, there you have it, folks. I really appreciate you coming by again. And we invite you to listen, download, share, and please rate us on what platforms, Randy? Well, we've got four. Libsyn, Stitcher, iTunes, and ReachMD. And if, you know, if our listeners haven't checked out ReachMD, it can be a pretty interesting site for medical content, for clinical content, and business content. CME. CME, too. Thanks for coming, everybody. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely hope that these sessions will help you to better connect with your patients. Our goal is to get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, five stars, of course, and visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there. And until then, keep chilling.